Welcome to the Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We read, we were looking at last week in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4, it said, we destroy, we completely destroy strongholds. And then we go into verse 5, and it says, we do this by casting down arguments. That's logismas, which is logical thinking. Remember what I said, logical thinking is based upon your past. It's the inventory, the inventory. Please, please, you guys lean in right now, have ears to hear, because I'm going to start throwing down some information. It will rock your life. It will impact your life at the highest level possible. And it's the greatest information you can receive since you said, Jesus, I believe in you. This is the key. This is the key. You might be thinking, well, pastor, you talk about God's love. I'm going to tell you right now, you will never know God's love until you get this key. Once you get this key unlocked, you will then have it. This is a missing piece of the puzzle. 2 Corinthians 10.5, casting down, military term. We're not messing around. Casting down logical thinking, inventory, those things that are in our thought life, and every, thought, every high thing, everybody say every high thing. The, every high thing is, is, in the Greek word, it's a large banner. A large banner that's blocking view. So it says every high thing, a large banner, a lifted banner. Are you guys getting that? What would be that banner? Your past. What does that banner say to you? Now listen, it says, cast down this high-lifted banner. What would that be in your life? Listen, we're reading the Bible. Let's, let's take it to life and let's, let's make it relevant. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you, you're dealing with this banner all the time. It's when, you're, it's when you hear something or you, you watch something and you go, man, I'd like to do that. And all of a sudden that banner raises up and goes, you can't do that. You've never done that. You screwed up, you blew it, you messed up, you've done this, you've done that. That's that high banner. Your, your zeal, your excitement. Everybody starts talking about, let's have change, let's do this, let's do this. And you're like going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden what happens? The banner comes up. That's why I tell everybody, you want to have change? Don't wait. Change. If you wait for tomorrow, it ain't coming. If you're waiting for an hour, it, it's not going to come. Start being the person that says, change starts now. Change starts now. Are y'all with me? All right. So it says, take, take every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Against what? The knowledge of God. Against what? The knowledge of God. It, the, what's coming against the knowledge of God? Your knowledge. The stuff you have. Information from other opinions, other people's feelings. The Bible says, no, you got to stop this. You got to take authority over this stuff. Get aggressive with your thoughts. Bringing into, bring every thought, everybody say every thought. Every thought into captivity. In other words, it's a, it's a military term. Bring every thought into submission as a prisoner of war. He's saying, we're not messing around. We're not messing around. Be aggressive. Be in a, in a warfare mindset in your head. 
I promise you, just start doing this. You're going to recognize the ability to overcome a lot of bad decisions and negative actions we have toward one another. We have toward our spouses. We have toward our children. We have toward our work. If we start doing this, we can start having victory over those negative responses. I'm lining you up. I'm setting you up for some good stuff right now. Take every thought captive. What do we do? Pay attention to that inventory back here. Pay attention. We built up a big inventory of why we can't, why we won't, why we'll never, right? Haven't we? Of failures. We got an inventory that says, it, it, we got an inventory that totally contradicts God's word. It's time to blow that inventory up. Cast that inventory down. And make sure you recognize, I got I to gotta start putting in a new inventory. Romans 12, 2. I'm not going to be conformed to this world no more. It conformed me too much. It's time for me to conform myself to the word of God. Get this word in you. And I'm not talking religious word. I'm talking life words. Life words. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about life right now. So how are we thinking? Studies show over 80% of our thoughts are negative. That's a, that's a fact. Over 80% of our thoughts are negative. Over 80%. Average 20,000 thoughts a day, 16,000 are negative. It, it's just the life we live in. And please understand, we're talking about the nature of sin that we're all born in. It's the automatic that happens in our life. When you recognize common sense stuff, it literally defines the Bible's true. It's like history. And then Israel. Just put the Bible away. History in Israel. How in the world are they still even a nation? How are they always in a position of inventing the greatest things ever? The greatest scientific minds through history. Israel. Put aside the Bible and go, how is this possible? Why everybody hates on Israel? Do they run around and try to cause wars with everybody? No, never. Oh, back in the day, David and Solomon, but that's a long time ago. The point is, is none of that makes sense. Exactly. You can put away superstition, you can put away religion, you can put away the Bible, and just look at Israel, and you cannot come with a common sense. You can't come with anything that says, oh yeah, they should be there. Three nations attack them, and they're just starting, they don't have the weaponry, they don't have nothing. And they defeat three mega nations in that Middle East? That's not possible, people. It's not possible. That's all I'm saying. So you take these common sense things and all of a sudden you're like going, wow, it becomes easier and easier to understand scripture based upon just realizing things that are truth. And that's what God said in Romans. By the way, how I'm communicating, even in a more simpler form and understanding, is what Level Up's all about that's going to be coming. 
And I'm telling you right now, I, this is all tied to this new love life in action in 2023 and on. And it's, it, you guys are going to see the most amazing things happen because of them. And I'm expecting many of you to not be just in the back seat going for a ride, but sharing the driver's seat. In other words, we got to quit being the people that just feed me, feed me, feed me. Let's have another study, study, study. It's time to get busy winning this world to Jesus, impacting our neighbor, impacting our workplaces, impacting our families, impacting our neighborhoods. It's time for us to have this light shining out because we start really caring about people more than just us three and no more, you know? We got to get there. It's what this Bible is about. All right. So we understand that the negatives are there, right? The negatives are there. And it's all tied to, with us being followers of Jesus, the negatives are continue attacking us based upon what? Based upon what God's word says? No. Based upon uh, our decision for Jesus? No. What is it attacking us? Our past. It's all it's doing. Yeah, but you don't know what I did. What you did was tied to your past because it's, it contradicts what Scripture teaches. Scripture says when you renew your mind, when you receive the Word of God, when you, when you know the truth, the truth sets you free. Scripture completely goes against the concept or the mindset that says, well, I screwed up and it's because this is it. No, you screwed up because you're still tied to the past inventory. I'm not saying you become perfect when we get this all in us. What I'm saying is, is it's not based upon the way you've always been doing it. <laughs> Your new failures will be different. <laughs> How about that? All right. You just said we're going to fail. No, I, I, fail in, in the right mindset is based upon truth. Not fail in the wrong mindset. Fail in the wrong mindset is based upon a lie. What am I saying? Failing in the wrong mindset based upon lie is, is it's over with. Failure in the right mindset is based upon, look at every, every invention, everything you love on this planet. There was countless failure before the perfect product. So don't go that way with me. Speak to the hand. Do you hear what I'm saying? So there's a way to look at failure. It means you're trying, but you're not quitting. Come on, somebody. Come on. Life moves in the direction of the strongest thoughts. In other words, you can't have a positive life with a negative mind. It's impossible. You can't have a positive life with a negative mind. What did I just tell you? I told you majority of the time we're thinking negative. It's very difficult to live life that way. I want us to live life according to Jesus. Amen? According to what his word says. How do we win in life? How are we going to defeat the enemy? John 8, 32. And you shall know the truth. Everybody say, know the truth. The knowledge of the truth is the key to what I'm about to talk about in the area of understanding. All right? The knowledge of the truth is not head information. The knowledge of the truth in scripture is heart information. Heart information is going 
from the head to the heart. When it's in the heart, it becomes habit. It becomes something you do. Everything in the negative is not head knowledge. It's head into heart knowledge. So the negatives are the way you react to things is not just here because you don't consciously do dumb. You subconsciously, right? You subconsciously triggering things, things that affect you and you react. You think that's here? It's not, it's here. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you know you ought not to say it this way, but you get a and then the heart. You didn't want to. The head was going, don't, don't, don't. But your heart got riled up. Bump the cup. That's what's that the truth is you bump the cup and the real you. I years ago I heard that and I thought, that is one of the most greatest analogies on planet Earth. Because every Christian wants to be looked at in their Christian cup. But in the, in, in the faith, you're going to get bumped. And what happens is everybody plays that Hallelujah Sunday. And then you get bumped on Monday. And man, you got curse words. You got, you got swearing. You got hate. That's the real you. The problem is, is when we see the real us, then religion goes, you're going to hell. You're terrible. God hates you. When all reality bumping the cup and nasty poison comes out is a revelation that I need to change what's in the cup. That's my, that's my view. That's my belief. So yeah, you're going to get the cup bumped and what comes out, you're going to go, oh man, I need to fix that. I promise you religion doesn't work that way. It sees that nasty stuff coming out. It judges you. Jesus doesn't work that way, by the way. But that, that cup bumping thing is a good thing. It's not a negative. It's a good thing. It, it's just revealing something and go, ah, oh, I got I to grow. I got to get mature in that area. I got to get a little stronger in that area. Anybody in here understand what I'm talking about? Yes, you do. All right. So he says, and you shall know the truth. Everybody say no. That is a Greek word that literally means you receive information and you get it. You understand it. It's not, oh, I got truth. I watch a YouTube. I got truth. I Googled it. That's not, that's not Bible truth. Bible truth is you have knowledge in it. You understand it. Are you guys hearing? It's getting into your heart to where you understand. Now watch what happens. And you shall understand the truth. And understanding the truth, you apply that truth. Understanding gives you ability for application. Understanding gives you the ability for application. Wisdom is not having information. Wisdom is living a life of that information, that truth. That's when you look at a person, you go, that's a wise person. It's not because they went one plus one equals two. It's because they acted in a way you went, man, they got wisdom. That's a wise person. Their actions, their actions. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth and the truth, application of it will make you free. You know what the beginning of that says? 
The, the scripture before that, John 7, 17. Abide in my words. And you shall be my disciples indeed. Disciple is, is, in our language, would be apprentice. Someone that's following and copying. Someone that's following. Religious people hate this type of message right now. Because they think, no, it's all about me, my gifting, my calling. I don't need to follow no one. I need, to, I, don't, I need to be my own. You don't know the Bible. Time to know the Bible. Amen? And, I, and believe me, 100%, I'm not trying to make a bunch of mini-me's. I just want you to know the knowledge I have coming out of many you. All right? It's, it's all that matters to me. I don't, I, don't try, I don't try to make my wife into me. I don't try, the, the girls, I don't try to make them meet, walk like me, talk like me, be like me. I'm not trying to get anybody to do that. I'm trying, all I'm trying to get you to do is get this information in you. The key to where it becomes your understanding. There's nothing new under the sun. There's no preacher, no pastor out there. And I, and I got some good stuff. I got great nuggets and everything. But I'm going to tell you, someone said this before. Somewhere. Now I could say, and I have a few times, I've never heard this teaching before. But that doesn't mean it's never been spoken before. It could have been done in the 1800s. In other words, it's, it's, there's nothing, nothing that I'm giving you that comes from the word of God that no one's ever got that before. So what happens? What happens is, if I hear you say something good, and then I receive that, how you understand it to be good, and when I start talking about that understanding that it's good, it's no longer yours, it's mine. It's mine. And you might say, that's not right. You don't know what life's about because there is no one in here that has original understanding of anything. You've been copying someone your whole life. So what are we going to say? Well, I don't know one plus one equals two. I mean, I know one plus one equals two, but I'm quoting Mrs. Hernandez, my first grade teacher. She told me one plus one equals two, so I won't, I'm not going to misquote that. Man, one plus two equals two. Thus saith me. Are you guys hearing me? All right. John 17, 17, the word says, the word, Jesus said, the word is truth. The word is truth. So what are we going to get truth? The word. Ephesians, Galatians, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, all says, it says this, the word of truth, the gospel, the word of truth. Truth is right here in the word. Are you guys hearing? Truth is in the word. Truth is in the word. You ever heard um, illusory, illusory effect? You ever heard of that? It's very interesting because what it is, and this is what psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, neuroscientists, all have figured out about the brain, human brain, and that is this. And it's the most freakiest thing in the world, but it's a fact that you listening to, and, I, and I'll define that in a second, but you listening to a lie, this is where it gets, what's the exact number? But they do have numbers, exact and it's between seven and 20 times. Now listen to me. This is, this is a proven fact. You listen to a lie between seven and 20 times from someone speaking a lie, you will believe the lie is true. And it doesn't matter about facts whatsoever. You will believe the lie. And you might be, come on. No, it's 100% truth. 
Now, understand this. If I'm listening to someone and I know they're a liar, it ain't going to work. Do you see what I'm saying? So you might be going, well, how's that? Well, if I listen to a specific group that I believe in, the information I'm going to be more susceptible to or information I'm going to receive openly. If I go to a different group and I hear it, well, I'm, I'm going to hear it. I can hear it 20 times, but see, I already know because I don't receive it. I'm not open to it because that relationship is different. You see what I'm saying? Now, how's that, how's that work? What do you open your heart or will to? All you have to do is what, what program do you watch? What news channel? What TV station? What music? That is where you're opening your life to. That means you are susceptible to whatever is being spoken of, and you receive the lie if you hear it between 7 and 20 times. Some of you have lies, and, and you believe it, and it's not true. Isn't that crazy? I started going, man, I've, who I've been listening to 7 to 20 times? <laughs> I want to make sure it's true. Uh, isn't that crazy? And everybody knows this. Everybody that wants to manipulate you, they understand this. And they understand they can get up, I mean, literally lie and do it over and over and over. They already know, they, this isn't brand new, people. This is facts. Psychological mind issue facts. They know they're going to get you to believe it. And you're going to jump on the bandwagon going, this is true. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. Because you listen to someone, open up yourself to it. And at first you went, huh? But after seven times between 20, seven to 20, you believe it. It doesn't matter if you look up and the fact is everything's round. It doesn't matter. You will believe. Is that crazy? That's crazy stuff, isn't it? Now, look at this. Understanding the mind will give you the ability to understand life in general, how you operate in your life, understanding this truth. So I understand this, that I'm more lean, I lean naturally to the negative. I'm more susceptible to a lie. But what I have to do is I have to create what the Bible teaches, the new creation. I have to create myself into this new person that receives truth. Now, the process of receiving truth is, is I have to renew the mind. I have to take out old. Renewing in the Greek is remodeling. I have to remodel, take out old leaky stuff, old bad thoughts, old negative thoughts, and I replace them. Everybody say, everybody say replace psychologists have already proven this fact, and that is this. You can't break a habit without replacing a habit. It's impossible. You want to break a bad habit, it's just not, I won't do this any longer. You have to have another habit to replace it. That's why when you watch people break bad habits, they start another bad one. I've seen people break a habit of smoking. And you know what they create another habit of gluttony. Habit to habit. And, and that's what 
psychologists, psychiatrists deal with is how do we get people free from these negative habits? Well, God makes it very clear as far as what our responsibility is, is the renewing the mind is that principle. You take old habit, put new habit. You got an old habit of lying, put a new habit of telling the truth. <laughs> Amen. All right. So we look at this, we start understanding it. Believe it or not, you're in control of what you think, how you think. You are, the, you are in complete control. You cannot say they caused it. They made me think this way. No one did. It, no one made you think that way. I know that I'm taking some ammunition away from some of your guys' fights at home, but yeah, it's tough. That's a lie. You're trying to blame someone else, and it's not true. It's not true. Well, they, they have so much power over me. That was your choice. You no one can make you think anything. You will have to choose to. Now, yeah, you might have given up a lot of, uh, uh, of, of your life control to someone else controlling you. But the point of the matter is, is it was your choice. And I get it. I understand it. But enough's enough. You ain't that person no more. You're a child of God. You're a woman of God. You're a man of God. You better start rising up and being that king, that priest that God's called you and start seeing yourself differently. And that's a fact. If you don't, you will live up to your expectation. Man, I started throwing my expectation way up there. I'm going high. I'm going, I'm going so high that it's like I can't even see it anymore. That's okay. I'll have to go upward to see it. I want that to be in your life. Why are we just sitting here and just coasting? How come we don't have any millionaires in here? It's for someone else. You know how many people I see do the dumbest things you would never think make money, do it, and make millions. And I go, what did I think of that? Because no one's seriously wanting to think that way. It's time for Love Life to start being the creators. God, I'm going to start moving into 2023 already. Let's get off this. Come on. All right, we need to know the truth. That is the key. We have to understand. Everybody say understand. All right, this is, this is the priority. This is the key. This is the most important thing. Genesis chapter three. Genesis chapter three is the beginning of something so important to see as far as how the enemy, Satan, operates in life. Now, remember, we saw last week that our warfare is not against people. It's not against governments. It's against principalities, powers, spiritual weight. It's against this, this, this spiritual action out there that's influencing people. That's all it is. Now, yeah, you're going to get mad at someone. You're going to get angry. You're not going to like what someone did. I'm not, that's, of course, we don't want evil. And we don't like people that do evil. But understand, it's because of that spiritual influence. And I'm not talking about demon possession. I'm talking about the spiritual influence that's working in people's lives. Follow me? Because I want us to start seeing the scripture correctly. And that's through the eyes of wisdom. Not the eyes of religion. Because we'll lose these truths. We'll lose what the Bible's teaching us. There's so many people that think, oh, I, I can teach. I know the Bible. And they don't. They know the religious concepts. I want this to become life. 
I want us, our kids to hear and go, this isn't church because they don't know what church is. They know what life is. So they communicate as this is life. Not this is what scripture says. I'll prove my point in the, in the next coming months and years. I'll prove it over and over again. I'll prove this. This has to become information that is a part of you. Not because you can open up a quote of scripture. It's part of you. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. And the serpent, who was most sly, came to Eve. Let's look at this. The serpent. The Greek word, I mean the Hebrew word, is not snake. Do you understand this? It's not snake in the Hebrew. The Hebrew word literally is where you get the word incantation, incantation, uh, a spell spoken, a whispered spell, enchantment. That's actually what the Hebrew word is. Also, when you continue to read in the Hebrew, it says, and the serpent was more cunning. Cunning, it, it, it's not a negative word. It's actually ashur, which means full of tremendous wisdom full of tremendous wisdom. So you've got this enchanter, this, this one that's trying to, I mean, a witch I would look at, someone that's trying to speak a spell over my life to get control of me. Everybody got that? I want you, I want you to see it correctly. The serpent, the enchanter, was more cunning than any beast of the field. Ever say beast of the field? You automatically do what? Through that translation, what do you do? Oh, beast of the field, uh, donkey, horse, snake, catfish. You know, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Catfish ain't beast of the field. Um, cow, horsey, all right? But that's not what the Hebrew says. Beast in the Hebrew is living being, a living thing, okay? Field is not the word field. It's actually land, so now we're seeing it differently because we're all of a sudden, first of all, we want to see, you know, the python rising up. And he to me. And a talking snake. And that's not what the scripture teaches, but that's what we've created in fantasy land and Hollywood. I don't know exactly what the devil looked like. All I know is, is he was cast down. And now he's amongst all the good that God created. How Eve didn't freak out when whatever it was started talking to him. We aren't living at the level of Eve and Adam were living. They're living a sinless, perfect life. The, the, the dimensions in, the, in what they're living, we have no concept of. So they could probably, I, I, you know, openly or te telepathically, I don't know, communicate with animals. But we don't know. But what I know is we can't know because of where we're at right now. We can't see that because we're not in the Adam and Eve before the false state. We can see it in Jesus where Jesus can walk through walls and eat fish. And you're like, how? That's, the, that's that dimension that we're all, we'll all be in one day. But the point is, it's something you, we can't, we, we don't get. 
we can, you know, speculate and whatever, but the point of the matter is it's a whole different level of life. But it's also a level where how can you walk, walk through a wall but also touch? Because Jesus told Tom, touch me. What do you mean? You just walked through a wall. You're Casper. You see what I'm saying? So we have to, let, let's use our minds because you guys are all wise people in here. If you know it or not, you are very, very wise. You might be thinking, you didn't know the decision I made yesterday. Now, you're very wise according to what scripture says. Now, you might have made a dumb decision. I, I think I made one a couple months ago. I think. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, that's not true. That was a lie. But, but we've all made, you know, goofball decisions, but that, I don't define myself in that way. Now, I know that bothers people. People don't like that. They don't want to hear you make a bad comment or do something bad, and then you stand up and say, but I'm the righteous of God in Christ. I got the mind of Christ. And they don't want to hear that. They want you to pay for what you just did. When you start growing up in this word, you'd stop bowing to other people's opinions or their religious ideology. You just stop it. Now, please understand this. That reaction is not without grace and love. So we ain't saying you get all haughty and puffed up because you don't do that. You also understand. It's like what I said, you know, a few weeks back a month ago about eating. You know, you can, the Bible says you, you, they can sit there and worship to the devil that, that T-bone steak. And after they're done worshiping the devil with it, bring it to you and you can chow it down and say, hallelujah, praise God. That was awesome. But then the Bible says, but if it offends someone else, don't eat it. Just walk away. Cause you don't want to, you, you don't want to hurt. You don't need to. It's that this doesn't, this isn't life. This is T-bone steak. You can buy it later on when they're not there and eat it. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it's no big deal. And then Paul goes on to say, hey, I'm, I'm free to do whatever I want. And that's the freedom I'm saying. So don't get me wrong when I'm saying you get so bold in, in knowing this that you get aggressive or an attitude toward people. We don't do that. We walk in love all the time. That's why we're love life. Speaking the truth in. Speaking the truth in. Come on, somebody. Preach, preach. Ah! Are we getting this? So it says... Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, he spoke to the woman and said, has God, Elohim, has God indeed said, number one, you need to understand about the enemy is he's always going to challenge you right away about God's word. Always. Anything you hear and hear, the challenge, if you hear, one, I don't go, that is the enemy. Now, you might be doing it on your own, but I'm just telling you, your buddy, the devil does that. He's the one who started it. Just understand that. I've been there. I've done that. But this is the way the enemy works. He likes to get you to believe it's your original thought. Heck, no, it ain't. It is not. It's what the devil does in every believer. Try to challenge you to question, did God really say that? Are you guys hearing me? Did God say that? Now, he used the word Elohim. Now, if you read before that chapter two, it's Jehovah God. Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. And that's all Adam and Eve are seeing. It's Jehovah, Jehovah. Watch what happens. Did God indeed say you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Did God indeed say you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Watch this. And the woman said to the serpent, 
Oh, we can eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. Did God really say? And Oh, no, we can. We can. Now, now listen, she's communicating with this wise enchanter. They're not freaking out because we already know in the scripture that Adam's with her. So it's not like they're going, ooh, run away, talking snake, ah. It's a talking whatever, ah, run away, it's scary. No, this is something like, this is, you know, the thing's talking. What's up, snake? Did God really say this? That you should not, you should eat every, and she goes, listen, God said, the woman said, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden, God, whoa, 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 what just happened? She didn't say Jehovah. She repeated what he said. That quick, by conversation. Oh my God, you guys getting anything right now? Just by conversation, she's already changing how she sees Jehovah. Now it's Elohim. Just by, just by the devil going, did Elohim? And she goes, well, Elohim did. Pretty tricky, huh? Now watch, let's go. Elohim said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die, period. The last two parts, touch and die, are not what the scripture teaches. Galatians, I mean, Genesis chapter 2, God speaks to Adam and says, listen to me, not Eve. God speaks to Adam and says, I command you. Everything belongs to you. Everything you can have for everything is yours, except this one tree. Over the millions are all over everything here, all this paradise, this hundreds and thousands of miles of paradise, this one tree don't eat of it because the day, the day you eat of it, you shall die, die. He never said you shall die. He said, die, die. Translation, most Bibles, surely die. Wrong. You shall die, die. When you understand the context of scripture, you get the revelation of truth. When you understand the context of Scripture, you get the revelation of truth. You have to have context. Context of Scripture reveals what that means. Everybody understand that? I like it this way. Context is king. But you take out text, all you got is a con. Right? Context is king. You can't pull scripture. Women, be silent in church. And all of a sudden, build a doctrine about it. That's in the scripture. But context is king. Amen? Do you follow me? Okay, now watch this. Because she says, you can't touch this. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I mean, 
<laughs> you guys got this? Don't touch this. You're going to die. God said, don't eat this. In dying, you will die. He said, spiritual death first, natural death second. Don't eat this. You live forever. There'll never be death. You live forever. Jesus will live forever. He cannot die. Crucify him. Did everything they could to kill him. Constantly tried to kill him. Beat him. Rotted him. Took the, 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 the whipping and ripped the flesh off his back and his body. Cannot kill him. You can't kill Jesus. Why? Because he was born in a spiritual, alive to God state. Virgin birth. He can't physically die unless sin enters in. And he did not sin. But he took our sin. And because he took our sin, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That statement wasn't made until sin came upon him. God, at that point where there's no beginning, it's just God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God the Father, somehow in this essence of Jesus' flesh, God separates him and leaves him. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He could, he's in a position of our sins are upon his life. Then he physically dies. Why? There had to be spiritual separation first. Context, people, context. That makes us more real. That's Jesus going down three days in the belly of the earth, in hell, because of your sin. But guess what? He didn't sin. He did not sin. He did not sin. So the enemy can't hold him there. But our sins were paid for with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, you shall not touch this lest you die. See, the, what's the issue, people? Who told Eve the truth? Did God? Adam did. You come on Sundays, you come on Wednesdays. I'm going to tell you something. I got a lot of information. I know this word. I mean, I should know it. I've been doing this for years and years and years and years. I've been doing it as long as a lot of you are born. I do it all the time. I'm not talking about an hour here or there. I do it I'm all the time. I've been doing this for a long, long time. I know this word. I know it. But I'm going to tell you right now, what has to start happening in all our lives, including myself, and, I, and, and even though I'm at where I'm at, I'm listening to myself right now. This has to become what you know. Not secondhand information, because secondhand information, you will always be deceived. Well, pastor said, well, you're going to be deceived. 
until you start realizing firsthand this is what you know, until it becomes your understanding, which Scripture continually talks about knowing this, knowing this, knowing this, understanding this. The Bible is filled with it. And understanding in the Hebrew language is information that you're working in, you're using it. Understanding in Proverbs and all through what you see in Scripture is tied to you do it understanding. And until you get this information and it becomes first person, you'll be, you can be deceived. Eve heard it from Adam. Why Adam told her, and I believe Adam told her that, or she fudged a little bit. I could see this picture. Adam and Eve standing together. Adam's taking her and saying, look at our house. Is this the most awesome thing? Let me show you this. And, and, and look at these plants. And let me, I'm going to take you someplace where we're going to go look at this tree, but we ain't going to mess with it. Just get up here. All right, let's go up to this tree. Now, the Lord God, Jehovah God said this. Everything belongs to us, honey. Everything. You see this? This is all ours. This tree, we can't eat the fruit of this tree. Eve, Eve, don't eat the Eve. That tree, don't, just don't even touch it. I don't know if that happened, but it sure sounds good. <laughs> he said, don't eat it, don't even touch it. Don't even get around it. Or Eve went, well, gosh, I mean, I'm not even going to touch the thing. Something happened. But guess what? Scripture makes it very clear. Eve was deceived. Adam wasn't. Eve was deceived. Adam wasn't. What does that mean? That means until it becomes your revelation, not pastors, not your husbands, not your wife, some of you, not your children, until it becomes your revolution, revelation, you can be deceived. I can tell you right now, everything that you know that you know, I can't deceive you in. I can't go one plus one equals three and you go, oh, if you say it seven more times, I might. <laughs> it's weird, huh? No, but 20, you will. I'll own you at 20. The point is, is yeah, you will. It, it, you can't get deceived on what you understand is true. You can't. But once you open up your heart to other information, then all of a sudden you can start open the door to deception. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.